Hey, welcome everyone to Nerds Night Out. I'm Tom Tormey, and I'm blessed tonight to be joined by Brent Sands from Impound Comics. Uh, if you're not following on Impound Comics across social media, one of the things that I absolutely love about Impound Comics is that no matter what uh, social media you're following them on, whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on YouTube, Instagram, whether you're going to their brick and mortar stores, in Sacramento, everything they, everything Brent touches, everything is, is special and unique and has its own uh, amazing feel to it. The comics, of course, and that's where we're going to do So, Brent, how are you tonight? How are you doing? I'm good, good, brother. How are you? I'm great, man. I, I've been following you for a while. I, I read Impound uh, issue one when you had first put it out, and I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, and I, I love the different angles you're taking with it, with Impound as the father figure, but also as the MMA fighter and the superhero. What inspired you to create a book like that? Um, you know, in the sense of like his character or, or his, his being, um, Sacramento has a big MMA culture uh, that's underappreciated within the, its own city. Um, you know, we've had world champions and, and it kind of doesn't feel promoted enough or celebrated enough. So that's what made me want to make him an MMA fighter. Um, the father aspect, you know, it was either I was going to make him a father or a son, you know what I mean? One or the other. And I just, I just think I thought it was important right. for father representation or, you know, showing that uh, single fathers do exist type of idea. So I think that that was a different approach, um, especially in the, in the space of minorities, you know, um, and, uh, a lot of little pieces from just my own experience, my own life within, uh, you know, in Sacramento, just, I just picked, picked at things that I liked and made it come together. That, and that is, uh, that is important. You, you, you don't see a lot of single fathers really represented in the comic books. Uh, so it's a cool angle that you went with there. The art is amazing, but uh, from impound, you've expanded to several other comics throughout, uh, your universe. Uh, what what are you referring to your collective universe as? Is it is yeah. it the impound universe with impound at its core? Yeah, absolutely. So it's you know um, I thought about maybe naming it something else, but I just decided not to. Um, it was only about him at first, and then I just kept it that way, even though we started expanding because I felt like it worked. That's what Naruto uh, did. You know, the universe is named after the character, so I just decided to do it like that. My main focus was getting the word impound as um, heard as possible. So I decided right. to name the brand after the character. And you know, I mean, you have impound, blasted, serif, uh, you super superhero daycare, which I have to admit, I haven't read yet, but absolutely <laughs> am enthralled by the title alone. It's, it's, I'm desperate to know what that is about. Uh, Lady Monarchy. Uh, Decimus, you have uh, Elena, you have so many books out all within the Impound universe. Uh, how did it go from that one book to all these other connected stories within the Impound universe? Um, being bored, just waiting on a book to be finished, <laughs> really, you know, like a book takes a long time. So, so yeah. you're sitting there working on one book. You already wrote it. I already wrote the book, and I'm waiting six months, five months, however long for an illustrator to illustrate it. I wrote something else and found another illustrator to put that one together. So 
it was really just the time in between. I don't like having time. You know what I mean? Like just feeling like it was wasted. No, it shows. Yeah. So, so that's really what made me want to do another character. Then I did another character and then it was, it was, it turned into um, kind of like the MCU's approach in book form where I just wanted to tell all these different characters, individual stories until they came together. Um, so it organically happened, you know, it wasn't the plan out the gate. Um, again, right. it was more supposed to be impounds Harry Potter and it's the Harry Potter story and that's it. But um, having idle time made me expand more on other characters. At, at what point did you decide to go with the interconnected universe? Uh, so in, in patterns, in the can, impounds print, and uh, was the plan initially to go with this interconnected universe, or as you said, like it came about organically? Um, it, it became a, a plan early on, definitely early on. But you know, I had um, Seraph one and Decimus one out before Impound two was out, so okay. from the outside looking in, it looked like it was always the plan, but it was really just. Um, the impound books have more pages usually than the other books. So um, I could get two books done waiting on one impound book in the same amount of time. So uh, that's when it became a thing. And then, you know, um, Seraph became a character. That was my second book with Seraph one. And that was just because in the impound book, people had questions about him. And then, so, like I said, mm -hmm. waiting, I was like, well, let me answer those questions. So that's how that really happened. Which came first for you? Was it the, I mean, uh, in terms of your own background, uh, in terms of the creative side or the business side, because you're you're juggling two immensely uh, difficult tasks. On one hand is the creative side, which is enough for any one person to, to handle, but you're also expanding dramatically on your business side. Everything from yeah. brick and mortar stores to having conventions, how do you, yeah. how do you hand how did what's your what's your background with the with both I guess um you know the creative side I guess just comes natural so I don't even look at that as a as, as a balance it's not that's just what I do so it's not even right it's not something I look at as any harder than just breathing you know I would be thinking of stories <laughs> my entire life writing stories even if I didn't publish it uh that's just a part of who I am um, the, the marketing side came from years of, uh, club promoting and concert promoting. So in college, I started throwing events and parties and, uh, that just kind of turned into helping me when I finally decided to do this. Um, I had already was a decade in with promoting. So, so, right. you know, it was two different, just parts of who I was, um, that I was training for these, this moment that I didn't know at the time. So, so you went from promoting the clubs to now essentially promoting your own creative side, creative aspects exactly. of impound in the, in the universe. Uh, mm -hmm. So that that I guess that would have allowed you to have that experience to do what's coming next. You have a convention this week, but not just any convention. You have mm -hmm. a convention that you created. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, our convention is called Comic Burst, and this is our fifth one. So we do two in a year. Um, one's always in February and the one's in the summer. Um, but yeah, that, that gave me the skills to, to do these types of things. So, um, right. it's also very simple for me. Um, 
other than the fact of making time to actually promote, you know, that's a whole nother thing because, <laughs> you know, it does take time. Um, but I already knew how to do it before, way before I ever threw this convention. Um, it just kind of was, I had to lean on what I know I can do and what I was good at. And uh, promoting was that. And what kind of talent are you attracting to the convention? Uh, so this one's uh, we have five uh, voice actors from Naruto. So every every single one is a different theme. So this one's Naruto themed. The last one was Dragon Ball Z themed. Uh, we did the last Airbender before. One for Power Rangers before. So every time we just try to find a new, different, established universe, book some of their people, um, and those are the guests, and then we. We, we theme it around us and around them. You know what I mean? Like, I make the impound characters the face of the flyers and things like that. But then these are the guests that we're bringing. So uh, it's a separate business, but it's also pushing the needle of what we're doing. And you're certainly doing that as well on the YouTube channel. And it's definitely apparent uh, the anime influence on impound because you have uh, an anime series on the channel starring uh your character starring impound um mm -hmm. i mean how, how how in the world i mean you, you're how in the world are you handling all this where where, how, where there's only so many hours in a day man where are yeah. you finding the time to do all this well you know it's 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 not so much on time as it is of just getting the uh revenue to be able to do it because i already wrote the story so right. i'm not doing anything else besides handing it to someone to bring it to life you know what i mean like the 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 writing part for the most part has been done for years so i'm not even really gotcha. writing anymore you know what i mean i like when i'm i may adjust things uh but i know the impound story like the back of my hand i know all of my characters you yeah. know what i'm saying so the years it took me two years to develop their their characters most of them um so the writing part is just not a part of my daily that's just not thing my 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 thing is getting it to the people to help me bring it to life and promote. So promoting is my day to day. You know what I mean? So, um, right. but I think, I think, I think people think I spend more time writing and it's like, man, I've been done writing uh, at least for this phase. That's going to take years to bring it out to the world. You know what I mean? So I have time on that front where, man, it's probably going to take me five more years to get this whole entire thing out to the public and i wrote it two years ago <laughs> gotcha mm -hmm. so, so, so you've, like, you've got, so you've got the like, comics. Script. yeah it's like here's the script draw this and then i'm done other than checking the work and paying them you know what i mean right right i mean listen mm -hmm. your writing is very organic uh, i i actually really like the writing so it's amazing to hear how naturally it happened for you i mean you, you really do have a gift uh, it, Thank the, you. The, 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 the characters are phenomenal the storyline's engaging you've got the comic out you've got an anime out uh, and I'm going to guess with your uh, ability to keep pushing the product that you must have something else in mind is there a place that you would like to see Impound go from here well right now my mission is a full like you know the, the animation on YouTube or shorts um, like seven minute episodes right now. Now we are, I'm working on getting a full animated movie. So that's the only thing I've been thinking about the last few weeks um, is getting the funds um, to complete this because one of the things in my journey that helped me a lot is I was blessed with a really great 
illustrator early on who's actually a part of our brand. So my illustrator, um, well, I have several, but there's one that's in, in, in more in the family than the others are. Okay. And um, he drew half of my books and he also animates. So that's how I was able to get an animation is my illustrator is an animator as well. So him also looking at the Impound brand as his future, you know what I mean? He does stuff that I can afford to get it done. So, so like I said, a big part of it is being blessed with him, Vash. His name is Vash A, um, to being a part of the team early on. And, and uh, I, I've noticed that, uh, you know, the, the books do have, uh, and I'm, I'm going to have to go back to Superhero Daycare for one second because I, <laughs> I've seen the images. I haven't had a shift. I do like on your YouTube channel how you have the, uh, uh, not not just the anime, but you almost have like almost audio books when mm -hmm. you you take in the the books and you're you're reading them. That, I mean, it is the goal to make the books more accessible via the YouTube channel. Um, I just don't look at every dollar as you, like you have to penny squeeze every dollar out of everything. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in uh, notoriety and exposure is more valuable than money. So I don't really care. Uh, you know, comic book collectors are going to be comic book collectors. That's not most of the, con that's not even 10% of consumers though. You know what I mean? So the people who see value in collecting comics are going to see it rather there's an audio book or not. Uh, for the rest right. of the world who doesn't read comic books, I still need them to know these characters exist. So I don't, you know, there's so many kids who just can't afford to buy books or don't, you know what I mean? They, they just, mm -hmm. it's just not their thing. So the audio books is there for everybody else. Me personally, that was me. So that's why I did that. I'm not sitting down, you know, cramming out the whole Spider-Man series from beginning to end in book form. But if you, if you explained it to me, I'll, I'll listen. You know what I mean? So I think that being the kind of consumer that I was, I'm conscious that most people are probably like that. <laughs> and I've, and I found no, that you, on you definitely see you know, sorry, you what? I found that out on TikTok as well. And that's when we started growing. When I just started telling people, this is the story. This is what he is. This is where he, what he is. That's when I started seeing my growth. Yeah. So, you know, trying oh, to with hide your, with the your, I, you, you do these amazing character profiles on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, and it was like, I felt like when I was hiding the story, trying to not spoil it, we were moving a lot slower than when I'm just like, man, this is the character. <laughs> this right. is who he is. This is what he does. And, you know, when videos go viral or videos do well, your sales do better. Like people will listen and double back on buying it. You know what I mean? So I got yeah, sure, over sure. the, I got over the thinking I can't spoil stuff uh, part. Now, of course, if it comes to like we get in a movie or a show, then, you know, we'll keep that more under wraps. But, um, <laughs> Knowing just who Impound is is the most important thing in my mind. Yeah, I, I'm not one of those people where, like, if I know the ending of something, it takes away from a film. And I and, and nine times out of ten, when I know the ending, I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to know. I want to watch the journey now. I know yeah. how it ends. Uh, I might know how it begins, but it's the journey that I really want to get invested in. So uh, I I could see your point about the uh, concept of you know not really spoiling it per se, but uh, sometimes people will post the uh, splash panels from the last page of a book. And I'm like, oh, my God, now I really want to read that book. I want to know what led to that moment. So I, yeah. I get that. And I'm sure it increases engagement as well and interest. Uh, uh, 
what is the goal? Is, is there a goal? I mean, other than uh, uh, accessibility to it and marketing, is, is there a goal for the impound universe? If if you were telling someone what you wanted to accomplish with it, what would that be? I mean, uh, to be Walt Disney, you know, the, 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 the top of entertainment, that is the goal. That is, you know, what we are and that's what we're doing it for. You know, um, comic books is just, um, how I got into the world, you know, impound is, is our Mickey mouse. That's it gotcha. in the sense of like, we're going to be releasing scary movies and all type of things that are outside of the comic genre, just impound to me, impound studios is what the goal is. And we're just an entertainment company in general. Right. And uh, the comic aspect is just the, the, a part of our brand. So, um, Yeah. You know, all right. the way up is, is the goal. I, I, I saw an interview that you had conducted in which you had mentioned Black Panther being uh, an inspiration for you, uh, the film at least, the uh, Black Panther, the film, uh, being an inspiration for you to get into this world. And uh, what, what I love about your books, and I tell people all the time, uh, is that uh, a lot of the characters that we know, love, celebrate uh, from Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, you know, keep going on and on. They they were created at a time where America was a, a very divided nation uh, and uh, people were drinking from separate water fountains. Now we live in a different time period and Impound speaks to uh, a very marginalized or had been a marginalized section of the population in the comic book industry, in the entertainment industry. And you are... And I do celebrate this, and I tell people, uh, Impound Comics uh, is diversity done well. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, have you come across instances in entertainment where you you say to yourself, "That's that's not the right way to do. It. That's not the right way to present uh, a story or uh, the background of a character, whatever it may be." Um, I wouldn't say as much in more recent times. Um, I think, I think, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not with um, so much the end of just changing a character's race so much, you know, I think that that's uh, lazy. Um, but, you know, the characters that I at least grew up with that were minorities, I felt were done really well. Um, but, you know, cause I looked at like Static Shock who, you know, those guys at Milestone was kind of like the first generation of what we're doing. Oh yeah. Um, so, even like I mean, when Dwayne, Dwayne about... McDuffie. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. But when, when you talk about Milestone and Static, and it, you have to, you know, in that same breath as Dwayne McDuffie, one of the probably one of the greatest comic book writers yeah. uh, ever. Uh, yeah. So I, I can see what you're talking about in, in that regard. Because it was like for me, um, at least when I was young, the first characters I was seeing, like I said, uh, I think the, the first superhero I remember was Meteor Man. You know what I mean? And so. <laughs> That meteor Stuart man Townsend. movie. Wait, St not Stuart Townsend. Uh, uh, Robert Townsend. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm thinking Robert Townsend. Stuart Townsend is yeah. another actor. I'm getting him confused. Yeah, yeah Robert so, Townsend. Yeah, meteor man. So obviously that wasn't done necessarily right in the sense of budget, but it was done right with you know diversity or or how they because he portrayed right. it. So you know I don't have like a long list of like things that I thought were done incorrectly when it comes to minority characters because at least the things that I saw. Um, you know, they were, they were done by us. Um, mm -hmm. and then 
Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of like all of a sudden just turning characters into a different race. I was for a while, you know, I was when they first started doing it. Um, Cause it was a point where we did need more representation, but now it kind of feels like um, pandering and almost feels like, or, or it's lazy, you know, cause there's so many other characters okay. like, like mine or like, um, you know, characters that are just under promoted uh, within Marvel or DC that should just get their shine. So, you know, um, that's the only time it bothers me now, at least. Um, because I think definitely when you talk about like Disney, when they did Black Panther, they made sure to have the right people and in, in, put it in the right people's hands to do it the way it should be done. Um, and that was yeah. part of what it's Brian Coogler did an amazing job. Yeah. So, so no, I said, yeah. So that's, you know, even though we, I know Stan Lee created it, Stan Lee did a good job with what he could do on, on, uh, mm-hmm. you know, him not having the full knowledge on there. Just, I think he did a lot of uh, respecting um, at least the kind of culture he was trying to portray. And I think that that's just the only right way to do it is, you know, I, I do characters that aren't African-American and I try to do uh, homework on, on that culture before I just try to slap something together and call it this, you know what I mean? So that would right, be the right. wrong way to do the wrong way to do it was to be to act like, you know, and not be a student of it first. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, definitely doing your research, putting in the time, knowing the culture, knowing the background. Uh, and uh, as you mentioned, you know, in, in like Stan Lee's case uh, in, and in the case that you mentioned where you're, you're writing characters that are uh, different genders, different race, different ethnicity, uh, possibly religion. Uh, it, it, there's, there's a, so what you do right uh, in terms of representation, in terms of diversity, how would you qualify that versus what you think uh, in this case, like you had mentioned the lazy writing of sometimes just race swapping or gender swapping just for the sake of pandering. What, how, yeah. how do you do it right? Uh, I do my homework, you know what I mean? So I make sure, you know, I don't try to just act like I know certain things. If I don't, you know, I have an entire culture, I mean, entire culture, excuse me, entire character who's Mayan, you know, and my, my, my knowledge of that Mayan culture was very limited. So I had to sit down and read mythology and 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 figure some things out, you know, symbols, uh, places, wars, things like that. So I take out the time to do that. But I it's I also enjoy doing that. So, you know, it's not um it's not it doesn't right. feel like work. You know, I'm very into Yeah, it's not a chore. Cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's actually something I actually like doing, you know. My favorite genre, you know, isn't comics. People usually think that that is. My favorite genre has always been uh, ancient war, you know, so ancient, ancient mythologies. So when we talk about like, you know, Troy and the Greeks and the Romans and sure. the Egyptians, that's always been my favorite genre. So learning about the Mayans was just another addition to the love of that, you know what I mean? Ancient time periods and in, in societies. So, so. I take a lot of that and I instill that in my characters, you know, even if it's not a blatantly obvious, you know, my characters like Decimus, you know, their, their whole identity is, is if ancient Egypt and ancient Rome was in outer space, you know what I mean? So, um, things like that, you know, that's a good hook. Like I, I, I enjoy those things myself. Have, have you considered doing a, uh, a period story connected yeah, with the Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not done, but uh, I started it 
when I was writing the first impound and then I, I lost track of the illustrator. So I have a few pages done, but I need to do uh, another one. And um, yeah, I have a, I have a story about the uh, ancient Moors. You know, the ancient Moors were um, probably the most underappreciated African society. And um, you know, they, they are, there's a whole thing on um, Gibraltar. The rock of Gibraltar is named after an African general. And a lot of people don't know that. So on the story of him, who his name translates into to Gibraltar, you know what I mean, um, in the why. So um, I had that. I've had that story in the chamber for over a decade. That's the one that's going to be a you know, two hundred million dollar budget to do the movie right. You know what I mean? But um, Damn right. yeah, that was always a. But I'm I'm going to make it a comic book at some point. I kind of lost track of that one, um, but uh, you know, it's still a goal. Have you have you gotten to the point now where? the uh, impetus of the story is in your mind and you can pass it off to someone or are you still handling the day-to-day -day, uh, storytelling? I, I don't think I'll ever pass it on, um, at least not enough time. So, you know, I, I feel like um, I don't have that many characters that I need to do that. You know what I mean? So we're talking Marvel, 70,000 characters. We're not, you know, I'm for the most part, I'm sticking with the characters I have right now. Um, so I just don't really feel like it's that hard of a tour right now gotcha. to do that. Um, I feel like I'm more like the J.K. Rowling approach with Harry Potter. It's just like, I got it, you guys. You know, right. at least at least for a while, you know. Um, I'm not against people giving ideas um, and things like that, but it's, it's going to be a long time before somebody else writes a published impound book. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and and how did how now you have you have two brick and mortar stores correct? I had two. two. I have one now. Oh, okay, and that's located in Sacramento. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had two. I had a second one that was just a year pop up, um, but that one wasn't the impound store. Technically, it was like a it was called Antihero. It was just a general toy store, but obviously the impound brand was the influence of it, but. The Impound Comic Store itself uh, is downtown Sacramento. It's right in front of the uh, Kings Arena. Oh, nice! <laughs> Very prominent area. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was traffic. That was their idea, you know. So we're in a way like sponsored by the Kings, I guess um, you could say. Um, but it was it was just the idea of Sacramento's first superhero, putting him next to the Sacramento Kings um, was the idea initially. Pretty damn cool. Yeah, it was I, definitely I, a lot it was, of foot traffic was a, in that area. It was a it was a, it was definitely a business booster. It was definitely a, a okay. A hobby is now going to become a business type of thing. Right, right. So mm -hmm. you're you're now looking at um, I, I'm I'm picturing you have to forgive me. Black Panther. I think the release date was probably 2018, mm -hmm. uh, in in and around then. Mm -hmm. So in in the 60 year time span, you've gone from an idea to this massive impound universe. If anyone out there was listening and and had that idea in your head, is there any advice that you've learned along the way that you would impart on them? Um, you know, you just, you gotta get creative and you gotta just do what you can do, what's manageable. There's no, the, the unfortunate part is there's no blueprint to doing this. There's nothing I can follow and be like, oh, this is how you do it. Because like you said, these other companies were built almost a hundred years ago, you know what I mean? Right. So what worked for them is not going to probably work today. Um, so you got to get creative. 
and um, you know, you you follow what's working. You know, um, I don't think I ever thought of being a TikTok influencer when I started, but the opportunity shows that that's where we should pour our time into. So we do. Um, so it's 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 yeah. it's the same as what I said with building your characters. Right, you got to be a student and willing to learn and try new things. Don't think you have the 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 answers because that's when you'll fall. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned TikTok. Well, how, how many followers are you at now? Are you keeping track of that? Because I think that's uh, well, like, uh, two thirty, two hundred thirty k. I mean, it's impressive. It's impressive. I, I mean. The characters are resonating. What you're saying, what you're putting out there is resonating. Uh, you're 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 having great success. And the convention is this weekend. Uh, so the time of recording now is uh, January 29th. So that would mean the convention is the the third February third. Uh, February fourth on the Sunday. February fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and where's the convention going to be held? Uh, it's at a building called Scottish Rite Temple in Sacramento. So it's uh if you're in the area, it's it's next to Sac State, the college. Okay, and, and is and there are there any plans for you to take impound uh, outside and around and and uh, hit different conventions, shows, or anything? You know, more like a guy in a suit, or just me and no, oh no, no, damn, that would be cool. Are you doing that? Actually, I just yeah. met the mm-hmm. comics themselves. Are you taking them around? But you know what? That that opens sweet Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I still always... remember when I was a kid going to Toys R Us and seeing He Man. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'll never forget it. A, like we have an impound suit, so we always have a guy that's in it at the convention. Um, but but um, yeah, you know, I just went to Anime Impulse. You know, it's it's. I'm learning. I'd rather go as a spectator than a vendor, um, because when I go as a spectator, I make a lot of content. Um, for all of my social platforms. And right. that reaches more people than standing at a booth all day just trying to flag people down. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, you, my, you know my whole thing. Yeah, my whole thing, you know, uh, this year is going to as many conventions as I can. I've already been Very to two. Cool. Which would you hit so far? Uh, SAC Anime, which is our biggest convention in NorCal. Um, and then I went okay. to Anime Impulse in uh, uh, Panoma, California, in SoCal. So uh, it's clear that you have a passion for anime. Are you finding that anime fans are also resonating with the characters? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I don't have, I, I don't really like anime that well. I, I, I don't really care for oh, get it. Oh, get out. You know, uh, the anime audience and the comic audience are just similar. Similar enough that you, you it would just make sense to promote to both. Um, but I, okay. I don't really watch too much anime, to be honest with you. Oh, anime, man. Yeah. Anime is a bigger genre, though. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so so you can't cut that out. That's pretty much what it is. But, but you know, as far as anime, I, I, Dragon Ball Z and One Punch Man are the only things I ever watched. Dragon Ball Z is when I was a kid. One Punch Man was like last year. Everything else, I, I don't. It's just It's just a great genre to go hand in hand with the comic genre. <laughs> No, understood. Smart. Good move. Good move. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I, I, I am so happy for you. I mean, I mean, I like I said, I I think uh I checked out the first issue uh, a while back of Impound and I was raving about it. And I'm really glad that you took the time to talk to me, Brent. I your I mean, your success is uh amazing. And it's it's amazing to see you grow and the characters in the universe expand. 
And uh, for anyone out there who's listening, and if they want to find Impound Comics uh, online, uh, in person, what's the best way to do it? Uh, Impoundcomics.com or just at Impound Comics on all social platforms. Uh, TikTok's our biggest than Instagram than YouTube. Oh, I mean, yeah. And I, like I said, the, for anyone listening, anyone checking out the, the Impound Comics, YouTube, I mean, all the socials are great, all entertaining. Uh, Brent is amazing, but uh, I got to tell you, even even though I, I, the YouTube channel to me, and I what I again, what I started by saying this, and I'll end by saying this, I love how all your socials are so radically different. People like me, I reuse content, uh, but you create something cr uh, original and uh, interesting on each of the accounts, so it makes each one feel like its own special destination. So that's. And again, that's probably your, uh, uh, not just your creative side, but your ability to market. You, you got it. You got it going on, man. You're doing a great job. Appreciate you, brother. No problem. And Brent, Brent, thank you very much for joining Nerds Night Out tonight. I had a great time talking to you. And I, I hope we're all going to keep following and being a major part of your success. And can't wait to see. It's been six years. I, I can't wait to see what another six years brings for the Impound Universe. Me too, brother. We're going to see it together. <laughs> that's awesome. Brent, thanks for your time. Everybody, thanks for checking out Nerd Tonight Out. I've been Tom Tormey. That's been Brent, and we had a great time. Hope to see you next time. Be well, everybody. Welcome to Nerd Tonight Out!